بتحب البيزنس والتكنولوجي؟ في لابزابوليس بنتكلم مع شخصيات كبيره في البيزنس والتكنولوجي في الشرق الاوسط علشان نجيب لكم كل جديد. This podcast is multilingual يعني هتسمع المصري والسعودي والخليجي والسوداني بيتكلموا في الاتش ار والسبلاي تشين والماركتنج وكل ما يخص البيزنس. Labsopolis is brought to you by Labs, an SAP Gold Partner. Labs, your digital transformation partner. Hello and welcome to another episode of Labsopolis, where we talk about the most important topics in business and technology in the Middle East. As you know, e-invoicing became mandatory in KSA and many other Middle Eastern countries are moving in this direction very quickly. Today we have two guests from Pagero, the international e-invoicing platform. We have Luis Ortega, the managing director of Pagero Middle East, Africa and Asia. And we have Komar Al-Hakim, the regulatory affairs associate for Pagero. How are you doing, everyone? Very well. Thank you, Safe, and uh, thank you for inviting us to participate today in this in this episode. Really looking forward for this conversation. Thank you so much, actually. Thank you so much for being here. So, uh, if you don't mind, tell me more about yourself, actually, starting with Luis, if you want. Yeah. Or come on, like uh, ladies first. I don't know. Whichever makes you comfortable. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I think I think I'll I'll give you a very very brief intro. Uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a based out of the Middle East for the last 15 years, working mainly in digitalization of uh, business processes for companies across the the Middle East. And uh, as you as you said in your introduction, now is exciting ex- exciting times for us. No, I mean there is a, a huge drive uh, with the different agendas 2030 in in. Saudi Arabia, a paperless uh, economy in, in the UAE, and other initiatives of uh, for digitalization in, in, in all the countries across the Middle East. So, so it's a, it's a great times to be around, uh, and I think we will we will discuss during our conversation today uh, today a bit deeper about how how. The, uh, uh, this is affecting businesses right now. So uh, I'm, a, I'm an, a Spanish national. Uh, uh, I, I have uh, a lot of uh, Arab blood in my veins, as, as, uh, as everyone knows, the Spanish uh, were, were Arab countries for many, many years. Uh, but I'm really, really excited of uh, being living and, and, and enjoying working my life in, in uh, UAE. Uh, Kamar, maybe, maybe you can introduce yourself now, yeah? <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, actually. And that's, this is very interesting, actually. You come from a very distant background, in my opinion. And yeah, yeah. it's a very interesting time to be uh, in this space and what's happening in the Middle East. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, leaving the mic to you. Uh, thanks, Saif. Really, uh, thank you for inviting us to this episode. Excited uh, about our collaborative um, partnership. Um, so uh, it's Kamar Al-Hakim. I work at the uh, Regulatory Affairs Department at our headquarter in Gothenburg City. Uh, along with my brilliant colleague, our task is to study and analyze the regulatory and compliance uh, requirement in the different jurisdiction when it comes to um, e-documents compliance. So say, for example, there is a new e-invoicing mandate in KSA, Our department role is then to analyze the regulatory aspect of things and based on our resultant outcome, other department at Pigera will continue the work to implement 
those results to give our customers some um, our offering and solution um, and platform uh, are compliant. So in the end, we want to offer our customer a compliant solution. So uh, a little uh, interesting fact about my team in the regulatory affairs department: we are we have outstanding bilingual uh, skills. We have ten plus. Uh, languages spoken in the department. I speak Arabic as, uh, as my native language. I'm originally from Syria, but I live in Sweden. Uh, so I often tackle the, uh, the thing that's related to, um, that's what's happening in the Middle East or in, in the yeah, Arabic speaking. Well, that's amazing, actually. Mm. Yes, yeah, so the language is a, is, is a big part of, um, the, like the language is important uh, things of what we do. So having a, a collection of native speakers of world major languages, really competitive advantage is something that I'm really proud of. So if you spend the one day at our office, you will hear uh, Swedish, Russian, uh, then English, then Spanish. So it's a mix. Uh, yeah, you uh, have your little metropolis there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, how we work and about my team. That's really yeah. interesting. Thank you so much, Komar. Thank so you. Uh, actually, I have a question for you. What's driving the e-invoicing uh, e this wave in the Middle East? What's actually driving it? Why is it happening? Yeah, a lot of things happening in the in in the Middle East right now. So the Middle East um, has uh, recently seen the introduction of uh, some new taxes, such as the VAT in Egypt. Um, uh, VAT was introduced in 2016. In case in 2018, Kuwait and Oman and Oman, I guess they had some uh, development already this years, and more and more uh, development are expected in the upcoming years or maybe in the upcoming months uh, in the area. So yeah, wh why why digital controls for taxes is now trendy? Um, actually, it's it's the tax authority mainly um, have been kind of fighting against the VAT or GST fraud because of the dominance or the adoption of the past audit model. And let me here explain what does this past audit model because maybe it's not familiar. Maybe it's not. Um, a yeah, very familiar, uh, familiar to it's not. I am, yeah, I think the listener might not be familiar with this terminology. So, simply in, in the post audit model, the government does not regulate the exchange of e documents. It means that the buyer and the supplier are free to choose any exchange mechanism or any format and etc. So, basically, the adoption of such uh, post audit model allow for. Uh, manual processes, which is uh, really hard to be tracked or monitored properly. Then the government start to realize, okay, there should be more efficient way to control that. So they started to go ahead with some applying some approaches to digitally control the, the, the taxes. Even in the Middle East, the government has seen the opportunity to, to make the use of digitalization to adopt some kind of real-time automated mechanism to control taxes. Um, and further, and globally speaking, some countries have even made the VAT reporting and VAT return as digitalized, such as the um, safety reporting. One more thing is here that the introduction of e-invoicing by government helped them a lot with handling high volume of data in real time. This is something that's really hard to be um, achieved in the physical exchange of 
um, paper invoices in the, in the in the world of paper. Um, another important thing to be mentioned here is that the collection stack of tax is just not the only driver behind uh, government mandating invoicing. Digitalizing the um, the exchange of e-invoicing between the buyer and the supplier can promote um, efficient buying and selling and can promote uh, um, less manual work, which it will in turn will lead to less error and less delay, which will um, improve um, buying and selling on the B2B, B2G, and B2C uh, side. Um, and here I'm not talking about only the exchange of invoice. It could be extended to other documents, such as we have seen uh, a lot of countries um, mandating the, the use of e-orders and e-catalogs. So um, here I would say if, um, if this whole cycle, the whole flow is to be digitalized, we can achieve efficiencies over 80% of the admin processing cost equivalent to up to $10 per transaction. Um, so probably those are some good reasons why the uh, government in the Middle East are going digital. So simply to, to sum it up, to reduce cost and increase efficiencies. But of course, there might be uh, more and more drivers behind that. And we need a separate episode to talk about Yeah, yeah, actually, I agree with you. But it's actually, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting, actually, how something uh, I mean, like, because you're so into it, so you see the 360 view of it and how it actually might really change how these mm. uh, countries run just by having this yeah. small change, which is actually big, of course, but I mean, like, it, it seems yeah. simple on the outside, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually very interesting. So... Like, if, if, if I may... Uh, please, say, Luis. I, I add a couple of things here, uh, which might be relevant for, for the listeners of this podcast. But, uh, I mean, the, the, the electronic invoice is not something new, okay? I mean, we, we've been in this business for the last 15 years. We have seen the changes in different markets across. I mean, we operate in 140 countries. 70-something of those have a specific rules and regulations around electronic invoice, whether it fits the format, the content, the way that it is exchanged, the way that it is reported in real time on non-real time to the tax authorities. So this is not something new. What I think is significantly relevant for the Middle East is that all these initiatives are coming hand in hand with the digitalization drive that all governments in the Middle East are, are, are trying to push in their agendas. No? So, so uh, many of the taxpayers will see this as an additional compliance burden. Now here is the government again asking me to do something no, that is going to cost me money or is going gonna, is gonna, to, uh, I would say, uh, force me to change either systems or the way that I operate. And, and I think the message we really would like to, to, to uh, say today is this is, yes, it's a, it's a new compliance requirement, but this compliance requirement is going to bring you a lot of efficiencies that are going to actually save you money in the way that you operate your business. You are going to reduce a lot of manual intervention. You are going to reduce errors. You are going to have more quality of data in your systems. You are going to get paid earlier by, by, by your buyers. You are going to be able to process your accounts payable in a faster and more dynamic and more efficient way. So I, I want to make sure that uh, taxpayers that might be listening to us in the Middle East uh, don't just focus on, yeah, compliance bar, the new rules, government asking me to do things. No, actually, the government here is driving a change that is going to really, really uh, facilitate and help businesses to operate. No? Yeah, actually, thank you so much, Luis. This is a really interesting point to make, actually. 
mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I mean, actually, I, w- I was going to, going to ask you that because a lot of taxpayers, mm-hmm. of course, they have this concern of like, oh, we have to do yeah. this and it's going to cost a lot of money. But yeah, uh, yeah the, the upside 100% trumps what they have to do in this case. Yeah. Uh, how can oh please go on please yeah no no yeah yeah i think i think to add a bit a bit more about what what that uh, mean to the taxpayer you know and and again the, the taxpayers here are really in two sides of the story you know and we, we we have not to forget that the trading process is a process in which someone is buying and someone is selling no <laughs> so there is two parties and, yeah. and, and and the government is just sitting in between trying to get and collect information as much in real time and as accurate as possible to make sure that no one is messing around with the taxes no, that are involved no <laughs> so that's that's basically what is happening <laughs> yes, here no? yes exactly so so, so so i think there is a there is a, there is an impact not only on the issuers of invoices now with the electronic invoice process there would be a uh, obviously suppliers or issuers of the invoice that that will become fully digital now uh, that is going to have then a lower cost for them uh, in in the sense of uh, the cost of uh, issuing and processing invoices outbound invoices but i think the most important element and that's what many of our customers that we operate with them globally you know in other markets as well say to pagero is uh, i am reducing the time that to cash okay the time that i need from having sold a good or a service issuing the invoice being paid by my, by my customer. No? If you manage to reduce that, and we have examples of customers across the globe that has reduced from seven, eight days, the invoice processing, no? outbound processing to a few minutes, that means basically you are being paid seven, eight days earlier. You are reducing your day sales outstanding. You are improving your cash flow. You are becoming a more efficient business. No? So, so, so I think uh, that that is, uh, uh, so for the, for the issuers or, or the suppliers uh, uh, in the market uh, is gonna have a very, very positive impact. Uh, but also people is saying, yeah, now the government is gonna have more control on me. They're gonna have uh, data in real time. Well, fantastic. They will not need to do audits. You will not have a lot of cost of, you know, bringing documents back from a very old paper archive in order to show the government that you actually invoice this, yeah. because now everything everything is digital. So you have a lot of savings as well on that on that, and you are completely uh, sure about what uh, uh, is going to be reported from the from the from the VAT uh, reporting perspective. No? So that's that's from the issuer side. I think I think the buyers in in Saudi Arabia specifically. I talk to a lot of companies right now. And they see, okay, now I need to issue the invoices uh, electronically. Uh, and I'm saying to them, yeah, all your suppliers are going to issue invoices electronically as well. Why don't you take benefit of that on your accounts payable side? Instead of having now, you know, a, a troop of people that is sitting keen data in your ERP solution or, or, or whatever system you are using for recording your suppliers' invoices, now you can receive all that information electronically. And then uh, you don't need any manual intervention. The data is going to be more accurate. There will be no errors. Uh, you will be able actually to uh, 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 trigger your accounts payable workflows in a, in a way more faster, accurate mode. You will not get penalties for delay payments to, to your suppliers. I mean, it's a lot of significant reduction of, of, of cost and, and effort. No? And, and, uh, and I think, the, the, especially in Saudi Arabia, because the mandate is kicking up very quickly, uh, companies have not realized yet the uh, uh, immense benefits they can realize from, from this transformation. Yes, Luis, 100% agree, actually. Thank you so much. A very interesting take on this. Um, so uh, let me ask you, actually, how could uh, how can uh, taxpayers adapt to this big change? Like, what can make the process easier uh, whilst keeping their companies functional and efficient? And like, you know, if, if this makes sense. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I think uh, uh, obviously this, this is going to have an impact. It's going to have an impact on the process. It's going to have an impact on the technology that is being used. No? Uh, that, that, that for sure. Uh, and, and again, I think uh, if uh, companies take or taxpayers take a holistic view about the process, uh, this change process, uh, then, then they can really benefit a, a, a lot of, out of it. But not, not every taxpayer is the same. Okay, there, there are different size, different sizes of companies, different uh, maturity, I would say, from the technology perspective. So, so I would divide taxpayers in three major groups. You will get uh, big organizations with solid uh, uh, ERP or accounting systems implementations. They are already handling data digitally. So these, these changes basically are going to have just an, a, a transformation or an adoption of a specific formats or contents that are being required, but it's not necessarily going to have a huge impact. Uh, I think the bigger impact for those organizations is that most of their trading partners, that before many of them were, you know, not very tech savvy, they will they will now uh, be issuing documents or exchanging documents with them electronically, so they can really benefit from that. No, so those big organizations, I think that that is going to be the major change or the major impact from that from for them it's going to be that everyone now is going to be more digital and that they are going to benefit from that no uh, there are mid-sized organizations they many of them are using excel-based invoicing or very basic accounting tools some of them will not have even the capabilities to produce uh, data structure formats no for for invoices uh, those ones probably will need to do a, an investment to upgrade their their it landscape or, or they will need to utilize uh, electronic invoice service providers no? uh, that, that will facilitate their adoption of, this, of these mandates, but also it will help them with the transition from manual to digital. No? And I think, I think that's where, where we are playing a significant role as well. No? And then you get the very small business. Is the bakery on the corner of the street? Is the plumber that works as an independent contractor? Uh, the, the, these guys have not uh, an accounting platform, no? uh, and, and this is not a viable option for them. Uh, so most most of them will will probably look at uh, uh, service providers who can offer them a very low cost paper use type of facility you know so so they can generate and archive electronic invoices by the mandates without having really to do a, a significant investment just having or adding a paper use uh, uh, model that they can add to their own invoices as well you no know, as a cost no? so i think i think that is what what i see around uh, the the, the just to, to, to reiterate now here, uh, I think taxpayers should not look at these mandates only from the electronic invoice issuance perspective. I think it's really, really important that they look at the uh, whole world of possibilities of digitalizing the exchange of all the other electronic documents that get involved into a trading process, whether these are orders or POs, POs confirmations, goods receipts, notes, invoices, payment instructions. So, so they can really digitalize the whole the whole order to cash or procure to pay process, and and I think these changes are gonna are gonna trigger that, and and that's why it's really exciting times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It is a very exciting time, and thank you so much, Luis. Actually, you have very interesting takes on on this. Uh, by the way, I believe that there was a uh, resource that you have for uh, more information about this. You would like to mention it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we, I mean, what, 
what we have done when all this uh, model or, or new new uh, electronic invoice mandate in Saudi Arabia kicked off is make sure that we could bring some uh, education as well to the market. No, so what we have built in in our uh, uh, uh website, uh, we have uh, in a specific landing page related to the SATCA mandate, and uh, and in that uh, the uh, taxpayers will be able to read about out what exactly is electronic invoice, how they can adopt it, uh, what are the specific rules and regulations in Saudi Arabia they need to adopt, uh, how how they can really uh, uh, face this pro this project, so the, these change programs. Uh, and, and, and I think that uh, uh, we will keep on doing that. Uh, we, we believe that the market needs to be educated around this, uh, these uh, changes. And, uh, and that is something Pagero will do, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for that. It's worth mentioning that uh, we're actually part. This is the partnership between Labs and Pagero. Yeah. So yeah, if uh, anyone in the region would like to have these services, we can actually be in contact with us, and we're going to definitely help you with that. Absolutely. Uh, I believe that we've come actually at the end of the episode. Uh, would you, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share, Luis? Yeah, well, I, I think uh, uh, first of all is uh, companies that are very local, very very uh, Saudi Arabia or UAE oriented. Uh, they will they will believe that these changes are going to affect them only in the in their home country, in the homegrown. But uh, more and more trading is happening, especially in the GCC uh, intra intra territories. No, so you get a lot of trading happening between Emirates and Saudi, Saudi and Kuwait. Oman and Bahrain. So all these things are interrelated. So, so two thoughts I would like uh, in order to, to wrap up uh, my message today. I mean, one is uh, think, think global. Think uh, uh, that uh, when you are, need to adapt uh, electronic invoice mandates, those mandates are not exactly the same in the different countries where you operate. So uh, try to find uh, a partner that can help you uh, with the electronic invoice in all those uh, uh, geographies, in all those different jurisdictions where you are operating, because that will simplify uh, a lot uh, your, your operations. So that's the first thing. And the second one is more, more of a global message to governments. No? Uh, Companies uh, feel the burden of having these different rules and regulations across the different markets. Uh, I think it would be important for tax authorities to, to talk to each other and to uh, uh, facilitate uh, as much as possible interoperability uh, of the different systems or the different uh, uh, legislative no, regimes uh, in order to make sure that multinationals uh, can really operate in a, in, a, in a better way, I would say, in the different markets uh, that they that they have trading partners. Yeah, it's a great idea. And actually, it's about time, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, uh, we've already been living in, the, in like on the internet for a while now. So like, it's, it's about time to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts, Komar? Um, yeah, I just would like to add that yeah, taxpayers must change the mentality and think more digitally the old method the traditional way of doing things uh, of this the, this office work from age of stone is not going to work in today's uh, changing landscape so be prepared this is my final word go digital thank you for listening to labzopolis لو عجبتكم الحلقه please share with a friend labzopolis كل حاجه عن التكنولوجي والبزنس